The Bird Show. So I am almost embarrassed to admit it. I was so embarrassed when it happened, actually, that I had to have my business manager call my real estate agent because I was too embarrassed to say, uh, this is going to be my third house in three years. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Learning about these capital gains tax things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That hurts. You don't want to sell a house (laughs) under a year. So I'm laughing through it, but it's been kind of sad. So um, if you weren't listening a couple of weeks ago uh, or last week, my fiance and I, our engagement is over and we've broken up. So the reason why I was living in Johns Creek right now was we had initially moved to Swanee because what I thought was going to be my future stepdaughter goes to school in Buford. And I was right down the street here in Sandy Springs, and I didn't think that was fair. So I moved us up to Swanee so it would be a little bit closer for her. It'd be halfway for both of us, right? And then after about eight months of doing that, I'm like, yeah, no, no, that's not going to work. So we moved down to Johns Creek, which was a little bit easier for me. Uh, And now since we've had this change... I'm moving back into Sandy Springs, where I originally was, which is working out really well for Hollis. My son is so excited. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got all of his friends down in Sandy Springs. Uh, I've got work. I'm going to be four minutes from work again. My friends are here in Sandy Springs also. So that's the plus of the whole thing. I'm really excited for Hollis to be close to his, like, have you and his mom in such close proximity and close to his school. He's literally one mile from yeah. his mom. So when he does forget something because he is 16, <laughs> uh, he, he could even walk to her house if he really needed to. So that's the positive part of the whole thing. Um, The emotional part is, you know, seeing the boxes in the house again and just the memories that are associated with one house after the other after the other. And now I'm walking around my house with these empty boxes and I've taken some of the stuff off the walls and it's been tough, man. I mean, a third house in three years, that's a lot. Well, I mean, and anybody knows if, if you've moved, like, Moving, there's like, there's certain things that you don't want to do a lot in life. And moving is one of them. <laughs> right. Because um, it's, it's, it's expensive. It's, it's laborious and it's time consuming. So for you to have to do this again, I can understand like the, the toll it takes on like you mentally. Yeah. For me, it's mentally and emotionally because to be a hundred percent transparent, I have a lot of people helping me with the actual move, you know, I'm packing stuff up and doing all that, but it's the emotion of like walking through the house and seeing everything packed back up after you've just spent, well, in my case, not very long, but a lot of memories uh, in that house. It's, it's been tough. It's been tough, but I am excited to be right down the street again. And I think too, probably, and you know, call me out if I'm wrong, but it's like, um, it was the closure, closure of the relationship. So moving out of that house, I think further solidifies that. Yeah. I, re- I remember yeah. my dude saying when he was in a similar situation that the the silence in the house was the loudest noise he'd ever heard mm-hmm. from when he had to adjust to like constantly having so many people running through the house to it was just him. And I I remember that like chills chills to me to hear that. Yeah, I'm, I'm to a point now because I've already bought a house. And by the time I told you guys we had broken up, we, we had broken up weeks and weeks ago. So we've had a chance to sort of start our new lives and I'm moving into my new house over the weekend. <laughs> so on Monday I'll be there. So now I'm starting to do the countdown when I'm coming into work. I'm like, all right, I'll only be making this drive three more times, <laughs> like, which is exciting, but also like, damn, I'm only going to be making this drive three more times. Yeah. And that, like you said, Mo, the, the very last time that you close the door on a former house 
It's emotional. It really is. There's a lot of memories in that place, you know? So I'm not looking forward to that on Thursday. I get that. <laughs> All right, Mo. So you, you saw your family this weekend and you needed it. I did. I, and, and I don't think I realized how much I, I needed it. Um, I think I've come on and for the last few weeks, I've kind of documented how I've just been in this weird space in life. Um, I don't think it's like a depression or anything of that nature, but it just, it almost feels like something is missing. And I feel like every, you kind of, adjust and relearn yourself as you go through life sometime. You know, you're not the same person going into your 20s as you are into your 30s and so on and so forth. So there's been like a part of me who kind of just feels like I've just been at different phases of life and adjusting and trying to figure it all out as I go, like we all are. And I've always had this feeling of something just not being right. And it's kind of odd that as much as I love my family and as much as I've spent so much time growing up with my family, I never considered that maybe a part of what has been missing is the connection that I've always had with my family that is no longer there. And it's not not there for any bad reasons. It just is a part of life of watching my sisters grow up Mm -hmm. and then, you know, starting to have their own lives. And my parents' situation is a lot different now where my dad has a new job. I mean, he's working 80 percent of the time. And my mom, she went into retirement for a couple years and I didn't realize how our relationship grown in that space because I was talking to her like almost every other day, if not every day, of which I've always spoke to my mom a lot, but we never had that kind of time to really hang out. And I think you, um, that's another thing with your, with your family is you develop different relationships as you get older. You, you, your relationship with your parents are not exactly the same as they were, so you're, you're adjusting. And when my mom went back to work, which I was extremely happy for her, I didn't realize that now, if I talk to my mom once a week, it's I'm, I'm lucky to do that, whereas it, it was once a day before. And so I think that might be a huge part of the emptiness. And it hit me when my lady brought up, um, how did I did I ever consider how it made my mom feel when I left the state at 17 and I've never lived in the same state with my mom mm-hmm. since? And I never thought about that. Mm-hmm. I, it was just kind of like, that's just what you do. You know, I went off and I never came back. But. Me and my mom started talking about it, and she's like, yeah, broke my heart. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how you never considered that. It's funny, like, you raise your kids to be super independent, and then they become independent, and you're like, dang. I know. They're independent. <laughs> I mean, it starts early, too. Kristen can tell you, and Cassie can tell you, like, when they walk into, like, preschool for the first time, and they don't mm. want to hold your hand, right? And you have moments like that as a parent all the time where you're really proud of them, but it kind of breaks your heart a little bit. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> I already picture him. I'm like, he's going to go, he's got to go to college somewhere nearby. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I still remember that moment. We started to talk about that moment. It was like a movie when I'll never forget. That was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done when I did go off to school and the car was pulling off and I remember my mom jumping out the car. It was so dramatic and she's <laughs> running to me and we're both crying, but <laughs> But it was it was definitely probably one of the hardest moments for both of us. And I've lived in a different state than my mom ever since. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I ever truly dealt with that and like how that affected me, my relationship with her and her. And because I barely talk to them now, I mean, I haven't spoken to my sisters in months. And again, it's not bad. My sister got two jobs. They got lives now. One is like focusing on moving to a different state. So I just realized, like, there was a point in my life when I would talk to everybody in my family at least once a week. And there would be a time when the five of us were all together at least once every couple of months. And that is now, I'm lucky if that happens once or twice in a year. And so I think I realized it more than I than ever when my family came in town, because they were only here for a few hours. 
Um, they were catching the layover, which is great because as much as you love your family, if you listen, I don't have the biggest place. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, we got to hang out for just a few hours and really catch up. And we just it was just nonstop conversation because there was so much to catch up on that in that moment it hit me like this. This has to stop. Like, I know we all have our own lives and we're all busy, but the older I get, I think that time is even more important to me. That quality time, because we're all getting older and you don't, you know, tomorrow's not promised. And so I realized that I have to find a way to make it a point to see my family more than I have been, because I think that's a part of what's been missing in my life. So what's going on in your head? How are you going to change it? Still working on that part. <laughs> <laughs> At least we've identified the problem. Yes, there you go. Step one. <laughs> it's the Burt Show. The Burt Show.